Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. How's it going? Good. We just got back from the gym. <laughs> the We're very- so proud. Very invigorating workout. We're going to go eat pasta later tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. So I had to burn off at least 100 calories. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. It's going to be as much as a slice of bread. Yeah. Very, very excited for later. Okay. So this week there were not too many crazy stories that happened, but there were a few of note that we should definitely touch on. Namely, the story of the Ukrainian girl with dwarfism that oh right that allegedly scammed her slash tried to kill her family. Yeah, so we talked about that. I don't know a month ago, like when the story broke, right? And then I think we followed up a few times. We followed up a few times. Well, she was in the news again because yesterday, which is Thursday of this week, she went on Dr. Phil to tell her side of the story. (laughs) You know when they go on Dr. Phil, it's serious. Yeah. So not only did she go on Dr. Phil, but the mother uh, that like raised her, that was threatened, had her life threatened, she was also, there's clips of her. I haven't watched the episode yet, but I have watched a few clips of it. And like the trailer of it is amazing because it's just like every single Dr. Phil trailer ever where it's like these dramatic clips. The serious music. This very serious music. And then it'll and then there were two great quotes from the trailer I wanted to tell you guys because it's like this is so classic, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil says, She's painted you as an evil dwarf who's going to poison your coffee or stab you in your sleep. <laughs> Evil dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Dr. Phil. Jesus Christ. That seems like really rude to say to someone's Look, face. the only thing I need to know in this story is fucking how old is she? Because that tells it all. Like, right. That's really the only fact that I need to know. Right. Because if she's young, then th- those people are crazy. Right. And if she's older, she's fucking crazy. Like, that's the only thing that matters. How old is she? Well... <laughs> The last thing he says in the trailer for this episode is, I guess it comes down to whether or not you are an evil psychopath demon child that's going to come over here and murder everybody. <laughs> like, that, it matters if she... I want to know, is she a child, though? <laughs> like, I do, too, because they also... She's, like, telling her side of the story and swearing up and down, like, no, I really was six years old when they adopted me. Her current family is alleging that her former family are monsters for leaving a six-year-old girl alone. Right. Uh, They're saying she's like 30 now. They're saying she's like 30 now. But what what is she claiming she is now? 19? Yeah, like 20 or something. But basically, like, she's calling the Barnetts, that was the name of the family, she's calling them liars and that they neglected her when they kicked her out of their home. But how long has she been with the new family? I guess a couple of years. Okay. So she was still a minor, they technically. Are, they do, like, 
they do talk about the pubic hair. Like, Dr. Oh, God. Phil's oh like, <laughs> thank you, Rachel. They're like, what about the pubic hair? Why <laughs> did you have pubic hair at six years old? Like, I mean, they, they, like, all, I, I assume, like, all of these things are, like, discussed in this episode. I am going to watch the episode. Yeah. So I can get back to you more on it. But I did just watch a few clips of it, and he does, like, you know, grill her about the pubic hair well i don't know if he grills her about the pubic hair but i it was brought up and everyone should be grilled about their pubic hair (laughs) (laughs) but like the other uh revelation that was made like we heard about this woman or girl trying to poison the family's coffee we heard about her trying to push the mother her like adopted mother into an electric fence the other new piece of information was that she allegedly put tax on the stairs <laughs> what is this home alone <laughs> that was my first thought i said that is a very home alone-esque booby trap i mean so does she deny any of that bad behavior i don't know i haven't watched the episode oh, okay. yet but that's <clears throat> But that's the other thing, whether or not she was six years old or not, if you're doing that kind of behavior, that should be looked at regardless. Right. What is that? I mean, honestly, having seen nothing with no evidence, I believe the parents. I do too. Like, it's just not like something that would happen, I think, or would be very unusual. Yeah. I think she is scamming for some reason. And I think she has this new family she's living with fooled. That's my gut feeling. Yeah, me too. And they're like outraged at her former family. They're like, they're horrible monsters for leaving her. Well, it seems weird that they buy into her story completely. Yeah. That seems very naive. Because at the very least, it's possible she had a lot of extreme behavioral problems. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's a fascinating story. It is. I'm going to keep you guys updated on this story if there's more things. And when I watch the Dr. Phil episode, I will I will give you my- We should screen it for a bonus on Patreon. Honestly, that's a really good idea. Yeah. We should- <laughs> Okay. Let's work that out. Let's like do like a us watching the show. Okay. Can we film it? I don't know. How do we do that? We could just- uh, we could just tape it. I, I have no idea. We'll think. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out know. what we're gonna do. Okay, let's move on to a more whimsical story, and this is about a cat named Quilty. <laughs> there was a lot of good cat content this Dude, week. Dude, the cat content was off the rails this week. It was so good. I every second I felt like I was seeing something that was more amazing than the last. Like it, I, I mean, like for as rough of a week as I had this week, thank God. That there was so much good cat content. Yeah, no, like the, the I was laughing out loud at some of the stuff. <laughs> like Quilty is a cat. She is, or it, maybe it's a boy. I don't know. Quilty is a cat living in a Houston shelter, and Quilty is a very mis- mischievous cat. Yes, Quilty became a viral celebrity uh, when she or he was escaping from their enclosure and freeing the other cats. Yeah. It's which is so good. Fucking hilarious. Like a quote from uh this is from UPI from November 6th that literally says uh Quilty became a viral celebrity after employees had to take extra security measures to prevent the escape artist from freeing his feline comrades. What's really funny though is like the picture. We'll post the picture. Uh because the cat is, they had to like put up all these extra security measures so she couldn't open the cages of the yeah. other cats. Yeah. And they were all escaping at night. 
so there's a picture of her um, while they were doing this. They put her into the lobby, which is um, connected to the area where the cats are, and it's glass. So you can, there's like a glass door and there's a glass window. So she was in the lobby while they were doing all the security measures, staring at them as they did it. Oh, it's a boy. Quilty's oh, it's a, a boy. boy. Okay. Uh, and then it's hilarious, though, because the cat is clearly like, what? <laughs> is going on and they have like a broom in front of the door, the door too it's like they just do not trust quilty no and it's so funny and and the the funny thing is i went to volunteer at the rescue where i work on wednesday after i had seen the story about quilty and a few of the cages had um what are those binder clips yeah on the latches because cats were lifting them <laughs> And I was like, what's going on? Like cats are becoming sentient. Like something, something's going on in the country where cats are escaping from their enclosures. I love it. And it was like, maybe I was just extra like sensitive to what their behaviors were that day because I had seen that story. But those little bitches, like seriously, there's like a room called the kitten room and like I'll go in there and clean it, like wipe down the surfaces and play with them. Uh, they're not, they're like older kittens. They're yeah. like six months old. And uh like anytime I would open the door, there was this one obese kitten, black cat kitten who would always fucking haul ass out. <laughs> and then I'd be chasing him around the room trying to get him. So I'd have to like get like a treat. And like, I was like, these cats are like, that's, that's all they have going on at these shelters is to get out of their enclosures and cause fucking trouble. Like, I love it. Yeah. So I love Quilty. I love and his little Quilty. expression, screaming. There's like a picture of him, like clearly screaming at them, like, what's going on? Right. Why did you, I was it's trying to so have fun. Cute. I want to, I hope he gets adopted. There's I no mean, way. They've been, the thread was all like, I'll take him. I, like, no, they've yeah. had all these people wanting to adopt Quilty. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, just the name alone. I was Quilty is a cute fucking name. That like, is a great name it's for such a cat. Cute name. It's so fun, especially for a mischievous cat. Yes. And <laughs> just reminded me of um, Lolita. Because the character, isn't his name Quilty, the Peter Sellers character in that movie? I don't know. Uh, anyway, the other, sorry to get literary. <laughs> Jesus, Desi, <laughs> fucking nerd. The other cat that made the news was the football cat. Oh my God. The love, cat, there was a cat. black cat. I'm such a huge fan of that cat. There was a black cat that escaped onto the field during the Cowboys-Giants game. Mm-hmm. Was it MetLife Stadium? Yeah. And that's the first time I've, well, I've been interested in football when the Niners were in the Super Bowl. But after that, I continue to just not be interested in football. Right. But I was very interested in this football game. Um, I kind of sometimes get worried for the cat. Like, are they terrified? Ever, a lot of people were worried about the cat. I'm sure the cat was terrified. But and, it's still awesome to see. But we should clarify, that cat was probably a stray cat that lived there. Yes. Not, it's not like a house cat. No one just released... It wasn't someone who released that cat into yeah. the stadium. He was probably there and got shut in when the game started. Yeah. yeah. The, the cat got lost or whatever, but the cat probably lives at that stadium eating the food. Yeah. Leftover absolutely. scraps and hunting mice. It was a hot cat. It was so hot running down the field. <laughs> it I was, just, it's the most cat the, move ever. It was such a cat move that's like, I'm going to stop this thing that's happening in progress, no matter how big of a thing it is that's happening. Right. right. Like my cats, I think most of them would cower in fear under like something like a muscle. No. Like, do you know what I mean? Right, like, right. So this cat was clearly like, what the he hell? He was like, like that's charging wild. down yeah. this field. It was awesome. <laughs> I love him. <sighs> okay. I should have done the cat story after this next story because this next story is so disgusting. I didn't even want to talk about it, but I feel like if we don't talk about it, 
people are gonna be like, why didn't you talk about this story? I fucking hate this story. Okay. Okay. It's about T.I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate it, but I love it because <laughs> it's, it's so fucking stupid. I T.I. Okay. So T.I. was like on a podcast earlier this week and this story broke like two days ago, but people are still talking about it because it's insane. It's pretty like T.I. has like in the past, I don't know, a few years, he's definitely said some pretty questionable things. Like this is not the first questionable thing he said right. or thing that he, that he said that people have been like, fuck you, T.I. Or okay. that's weirdly like misogynistic or like, like, huh? Like a head scratcher. Right. And look, I like T.I. back in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Let's just like lay all our cards out on the table. <laughs> what you know still slaps. Yeah. But I cannot condone what he said, and it's so vile. If I have to see the I word, I honestly hope that he is not serious. Even if he isn't serious and joking, no, I agree. But I, I, it's like next level to actually be doing that. It's so yeah. yeah it's yeah. It's so gross. Like I, I, I'm like I hope this is like a misguided attempt at being a funny strict father. Like a joke, right. like this is what I do. I take my like. Do you know what so I mean? So let's like, just say, in case you haven't heard what Ti said, he basically went on a podcast earlier this week, and the podcast hosts, for some reason, were like, "So, do you talk? Have you your daughter? She's eighteen. Have you guys had the sex talk before?" Right. And he goes, "Well, actually, we go to the gynecologist to get her hymen checked every year." Yeah, that's what he said on this podcast. It's so stupid on like a hundred levels. I can't. It's gross on a yeah. hundred levels. And like, of course, everyone on, online was like rightfully disgusted. Yeah. Uh, and I felt really bad for his daughter, who has a Twitter ac- account, by the way. She hasn't like responded to it directly, but she responded to it kind of I saw her like faving things or something. She was like, people looked at the things that she had liked on her Twitter account recently. And she had liked a few of the things like, this is disgusting. So obviously she's mortified and thinks what her dad said is disgusting. Yeah. Cause it is disgusting. Yeah. And like, I mean, on so, so many different levels, right. it's disgusting. So that was the big story. So like this whole, like for the past three days, my whole Twitter has just been like hymen, hymen, hymen. I never want to hear that word ever. It's the it's, grossest word. Right, because there was something people were doing, which I always hate, where they like quote tweet and it keeps going on and on and on and on. Yeah, it's like a joke. Yeah, I can't. It was really, it was like really clever the first time it happened. But now when I, I saw one that I liked. Well, there's always going to be one, but who cares if I have to see 500 that I don't no, like? No, I know. But <laughs> like, my, my biggest problem with it is I don't ever want to see the word hymen again. Yeah. It is disgusting. I hate yeah. that word. No, it's bad. I know it's like a real term, <laughs> but it's, but now in the, but in the context of this story, it is so fucking it's disgusting. It's not something I ever think about, and now I'm thinking about hymens. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I like, know. When's the last time you ever thought of a hymen, like... I, it's so stupid. I, I mean, I know it's disgusting, but when I say stupid, just the science of his attack is stupid. Well, people the, like break their hymens not from sex. Uh, there's so much wrong with it because I was like, what gynecologist is doing this? I know he was like joking, like he's like, I get them to sign a release, but if I was the gynecologist, I'd be like, here's that, I'll sign the release, but I'm still not telling your dad shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's where you need a doctor to step in and be like, no, like... You need a doctor to step in and be like, uh, I'm calling child services. That's why I honestly... It doesn't, it doesn't like, 
leave him of any disgusting qualities, but I hope that he's just an idiot who's making a funny, he thinks he's making a funny joke. Like, right. Like, I really feel like that's not, that can't possibly be true. Like, you don't want just it to medically, be true. I don't feel like a doctor would go along with this because it's abusive. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. Like, to me, it's like doctors have a responsibility to the patient, and this seems like abusive behavior. And yeah. if she's 18, come on. Like, but he's allegedly been doing it since she was like 16. Right. I like, the tweets where she, it's like she, I hope, I hope she's like the deep throat queen, or like that she's doing all these other things, like as if she can't be doing sexual activity. Like the hymen is the only thing. It's like Christian kids who do anal or whatever. Right. Like, like he's an idiot. Like I can't deal with it. Like he's so irritating. But it, that goes along the lines with something in general that I hate, and that's the the strict dad who's gonna fuck up anyone who fucks their daughter. Like yeah, in general, it's like get get another hobby. Like. I'm it's honestly, disgusting. Like, I'm honestly so glad neither of my parents were like that. Like, I feel really lucky that neither of my parents were like, yeah, weird about that stuff. I mean, I think it's good to talk about it and say things and try to steer them in the right direction, of course, uh, and stuff like that. But uh, no, yeah, to to make it like a negative thing is bad. And he's a pig, probably to women. That's what it all boils down to. Because yeah. that's why they're concerned. Right. <laughs> Don't date someone like your dad. Yeah. That's what, so, he's, that's what he's concerned about. Yeah. It's, it's awful. I had to mention it because it was oh, yeah, it's all a huge story. anyone was talking about this week. Well, and it's like who we haven't thought of T.I. in a while. No. I can't remember what his last thing Here's was. Here's the thing with T.I. The last big song he had was Blurred Lines. That I can think about. Oh, was that him? Well, he was on oh, that right, song right, right. with Pharrell. That's right. I never think of him. I, think I know. Of Pharrell but and like, Robin when Thicke. I think about, it, I'm like, what was like the last big thing he did musically? Was with, did he do a song with Rihanna? That was before that. Yeah. Yeah, I think Blurred Lines. You know, I was just thinking about Blurred Lines the other day. Really? <laughs> because I was thinking like. It's weird that that song was so big, but considering what it was. Well, everyone hated it, but it's like that message was always disgusting, right? It didn't matter that two years later we're like, "Wow, you guys, blurred lines are not okay. You need to get consent." Like it was all, it was always kind of a disgusting concept, but like people liked the song, and it was also like I was thinking of like how 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 back then it was like Robin Thicke is the biggest star. He has the biggest hit. He's like a a new music star, and then he's just completely disappeared. Yeah, where the fuck is he? Like, it's kind of wild. Right, that was a huge fucking song, and like, not unlike a lot of songs, I think that people start hating. Like, I feel like no one ever really hated that song. Like, it didn't get to a point. Like, if I still hear that song, I'm like, I kind of like the song. Like, I got to admit, I <laughs> it's a good song. I like, liked this song when it came out, and it probably is because it sounds so much like "Got to Give It Up." Right? That's well, probably- it has exactly. But when I, I heard it like last summer, like I can't remember where someone was playing it. I Look, was like, I was like, it's a fucking good. It's song. It's a fun song. It's a little, yeah, it's a jam. Come you on, you know what? There's plenty of questionable <laughs> lyrics in music that I like. Uh, yeah. So it was it was surprising when I heard. It. I was like. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You know I want it. Here's the thing. The song is like, for me, I always thought the song was corny, but I liked the corniness of it. It's just a fucking bop. It like, was you cheesy. Can't. You can't. I'm sorry. When it, like, now it's like, it's such a joke now, that song. Right. So I don't, but like. But I'm telling you, when I heard it randomly, I was like. Your shoulders started shaking. I was like, God damn it. 
<laughs> you get you kind of get mad at yourself. Totally. But you're like, body can't help it. Your body can't help it's it. It's moving. Dude, Alan, uh, Alan Thick's son. Rest in peace, Alan Thick. Yeah. So oh. the, I was just thinking about the whole deal. It was like, okay, yeah. But I really think correct. But he's also a creep, Robin Thick. Is he a creep? Yeah, didn't he like cheat on his wife oh, and like yeah. he, he like che- married some young girl and got her pregnant? No, and, he like, cheated on Paula Patton and then he wrote a song like begging her to come back to him. Right. And I don't think it worked. By the way, this is sort of semi-related and I don't really know how I feel about it, but I saw yesterday that John Legend rewrote the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not kidding and it's I really, really stupid. I really hate that every year we have to have discourse about Baby It's Cold Outside. And Die Hard. Those two things should be banned from Twitter. I'm sick of it. Uh, but yeah, and I, I, I kind of skimmed the lyrics uh, yesterday and it was just kind of like... I, I don't get like what the point of it is. First of all, I find I find the song "Baby It's Cold Outside" to be perfectly fine. It's obviously consensual role play, in my opinion. Wow, and that's I don't, a hot take. I that don't, is a hot take, Desi. <laughs> I don't think he roofied her drink. I think she was in a time period where she couldn't be sexual. Wow, Desi. So she wants to make it like I'm drunk. So who knows what could happen? She wants to give herself that freedom. You are a fucking apologist, Desi. You are an apologist. <laughs> but the lyrics are literally like I can't remember. But it's like "Baby It's Cold." outside it's like you do what you want if you feel safe <laughs> i was like you know what just don't rewrite the song like i'd ab- rather put it in the vault this is a woman who has had years of trauma and abuse <laughs> in her childhood talking yeah. this insane. is the rationale of an abused woman uh, wow so yeah. Desi. well maybe i'll read the lyrics next week okay or, okay cool yeah okay uh so yeah Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. The other thing that happened, I guess this guy isn't a celebrity, but he made the news. This like was surprisingly a big story, but I guess because it had to do with Netflix. Christian comedian 
had a Chris, a Christian comedian named John Christ had his Netflix <laughs> special pulled. Ugh. Did you hear about this? I, I saw the headlines. I didn't read the story. This is out of Vulture. Meg Wright wrote the story. Uh, so this guy, John Christ, he's a comic and a YouTube star. Ugh. When I saw that, that he was also a YouTube star, my first reaction was like, of fucking course, this guy is also a YouTube yes. star. It's bad enough that he's a Christian comedian. That's like an albatross. Like, it, like <laughs> it's very rare that a YouTube star is going to be a meaningful thing to me. Here's like, the thing about YouTube stars. There's so many YouTube stars that I only know because they've gotten in trouble for like being racist or like for beating their kids. Do you know true. what I mean? Like, or I, throwing their cat. Like, wasn't there <gasps> one who was like abusive to their no, cat? No, it was a dog. It was the dog. Okay. Do good. you remember that? It went like viral, that video yeah. of that girl like being. No, there was a cat one too, though. I will literally hunt that person yeah. down. Yeah. And she was like, the cat's fine. Like, and it was just like, yeah, but you thought that was funny. These like, people are sociopaths. Anything for like a, a video. Like, so, and I'm sure there's lots of good YouTube stars. I'm just <laughs> saying the ones that. I'm sure. Look, I'm <laughs> talking about, I'm talking about the ones no, it's that true. make the news. I never hear one in the news for a good reason. I never hear mm-hmm. a good reason. And I would love to be it's proven like the wrong. the one who fucked the cat. Who made the joke about fucking his cat. He didn't actually fuck his cat, but he made a joke about it. And yeah. then he had to like go on Twitter and say, I did not fuck my cat. I know. Oh my God. What a world. Okay. So this guy, John Christ, his special is called, I ain't praying for that. Oh, that's like a bad sitcom catchphrase. Yeah. (laughs) The press release for his special is this quote, the son of a pastor and one of eight homeschooled children. (laughs) I'm sorry. Chris evaluates the weakness of millennial culture, how to be a good Christian, and dating in the modern era and more. So right there, you know so much about who this person is just from this one little blur. Who is this comedy for? Like, (laughs) First of all, you know it's really edgy when they're dunking on millennials. Yeah. Like, wow, no one's ever tried that before. And he's a millennial, isn't he? I thought he he was young. He looks like a millennial. Yeah, he looks young. He's a millennial. Okay. Okay. I watched one of his... Oh, boy. I watched like 15 minutes of like him doing comedy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was really bad. Desi. Yeah. I, I have to like, he was like, you know, what? <laughs> first of all, this guy laughs at every single one of his jokes. Okay. And not just laughs like a comic laugh where they're like, ha, ha, ha. like he starts going. Oh my God. Like he's like cracking up at yeah. his jokes. It's, he's terrible. He's I'm a terrible pain. comic. His jokes are terrible. Like he, it's not like he's just bad. He's yeah. a bad comic, and it's like I, I just don't get it. So, uh, oh, and he also was like he made a joke in this special that I was watching. He was like, and now that's why men are wearing skinny jeans. It's like wow, you're really on the cutting edge Jesus of comedy. Christ. Like he's like he's like Twitter circa two thousand and nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's it was so hack. It was so bad. So in a report in the Christian magazine called Charisma. Uh, this is what this man, why his special is getting pulled okay. and what he's being accused of. This is a quote from Charisma. John Christ, sorry, Christ. John, 
Quote, John Christ has exploited his Christian reputation to, and platform to harass, manipulate, and exploit young women over the last seven years, with allegations including, quote, individually sexting multiple women during the same time period, initiating sexual relationships with married women and women in committed relationships, offering show tickets in exchange for sexual favors, and repeatedly calling these women late at night while drunk. So he is a comic. <laughs> One of the anonymous women in the report pointed out the betrayal she felt from Chris' behavior since his career is built on his identity as a Christian. Quote, the one thing that stopped me from believing he was creepy is John so proudly parades his face as a Christian. Oh, God. She said, I let myself believe that just because someone is Christian means they won't do something intentionally bad. Lady, oh, my sweet summer child. Jesus. I honestly feel pain when I hear people say something like this. And then I'm like, yes, I am a cynical bitch. But honestly, I'm right 99% of the time. Desi, he said he was a Christian. (laughs) Uh, Now, John released a statement yesterday apologizing for his, quote, destructive and sinful behavior. mm. Uh, Yeah, you can read that article on Vulture. I, I He's so, his look is so bad too. It's so like Christian rock or something. Like, I love that he wants to dunk on millennials and guys who allegedly wear skinny jeans when you should like see this guy's hairstyle. No, his look is so bad. Like, it's awful. It's, it's like, it's not, it's like 2000. It's I like don't even 2000. know what it is. It's like he wants to be Sugar Ray. I have no idea. No, like, it's like not even that. Like, he's yeah. just, but it is that. Like, it's he's like, like that style. He's like someone who, hangs out at the mall and listens to Sugar Ray. Yeah. Ugh, the worst. The but worst. is irritating about it. Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about the about the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Lord coming, I'm just trying to imagine his text, his sex, Dude. right? Like he kind of starts off with Christ something. He definitely does like in his set, like he's definitely like pandering to like conservative people, obviously. Like he's like kids nowadays can't even, you know, do this without da, 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 and you yeah. wonder why men are wearing skinny jeans. That yeah. was like his punchline. Right. That was Awful. the punchline. It was just so bad. Yeah. It was so dumb. Okay. So that's all the big news from this week. Desi, did you see anything that dropped before you picked me up from the gym? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm just checking. I didn't see anything. I mean, yeah, for me, the TI story was sort of the big. That really dominated the news cycle this week was... T.I. and his daughter's hymen. I'm so upset. I'm so upset by it. It's awful for her that that's like a I feel horrible. Yeah. Okay. So I do have some recommendations. I was on a podcast this past week. It's called Lowest Common Phenominator. It is a podcast by my friend Olivia Hadar and Vanessa Gritton, and it's basically a pop culture podcast, and they do these deep dives into old movies. And the movie that we talked about, it's from the October 31st episode, a movie that I love is Shampoo. Yeah. I love that movie, too. You've obviously seen it. It's a great movie. So I rewatched that movie. I hadn't seen it in a long time, and it still holds up. It's very funny. Very good movie. And we talk about that movie on Lowest Common Phenominator. Cool. Yeah. I have a new podcast coming. 
It's called 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. And yes, you heard that right. It is a 90 Day <laughs> Fiance podcast. I am co-hosting it with Melissa and Allie from the Web, Web, Web Crawlers podcast. I don't know if it's up on iTunes yet. It's like still in the iTunes like approval phase. So it'll be up like in the next couple days. But look for it. It's called 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. And we're recapping this season. So if you want to hear a recap of 90 Day Fiance... Go listen to it, and I'll make another announcement about it again when I know for sure it's up on iTunes, but I'll keep bugging you about it. But yeah, that's those are the two recommendations I have for this week. Um, I have some podcast recommendations. Oh, first of all, let me just get this out of the way. I watched Heredity, Hereditary. You Hereditary. did? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm scared. Why are you scared? Because I don't want you to hate it. I don't hate it, but <sighs> I felt like that's it. What do you mean that's it? It seemed like it ended right when it started. Like when it started to get good, it oh ended. My God. Desi, <laughs> you and James Fritz need to talk to each other. Because James I don't think it was bad. I enjoyed it. And I obviously enjoyed the performances, but I left felt it felt like uh eh, like it could have been a little more. That's my opinion. I loved it so much. And James Fritz didn't like it. Why? He, why? Yeah, why didn't he like it? Uh you can talk to him about it because okay. I read why he didn't like it and we've argued about it and I told him and my friend Andy Sell didn't like it either and those two boys uh I respect their opinions about horror but not mine. greatly. <laughs> Desi, you're not a horror nerd. You appreciate horror but you're not like a horror nerd. Right, so then I'm more online with the people who know what they're talking about. Desi, that's why I said I would, it's not true because it is a respected movie in the horror community, but there are still p- disagreements in the horror community. However, I was very upset to see that neither of those guys liked Hereditary. And it they broke, didn't like it no, at all? No. They hate it. They, they are not Ari Aster stans. And I am an Ari Aster uh-huh. stan. Well, I did not watch Midsummer yet. I think you'll like that more than Hereditary personally. I, I feel like there was just something missing, and I can't quite figure out what it was. Uh, it's fine. Felt, it's fine. Yeah. We don't have to like it. But I did enjoy things. it. It's good. I mean, Tony Collette's amazing, and you can't deny that. Yeah. I felt like the movie is like, it was like the first 15 minutes of a horror movie, but it was over the whole movie, and then it started getting good, and then it ended. That's my opinion. Basically, what I didn't like about it. Okay. Like, if it had gone on for 30 more minutes, I would have been into it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Rachel's giving me a very mean look. She's um, like very upset. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. Um, so the podcast recommendations I have, first of all, I started listening to Bad Batch. Oh, is that good? I'm kind of into it, but I like medical kind of things. Yeah. So Bad Batch is the new podcast out by Wondery and it's like a stem cell it's along the lines, I guess, of Dr. Death uh, and to some extent the Elizabeth Holmes uh, kind of story because it yeah. deals with that kind of medical and research type stuff. But obviously bad things are happening. So I've only listened to the first episode, but I'm very into it. Okay. But I like medical creepy because those things freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, like the Dr. Death one really freaked that me one, out. Yeah. I also started listening to the Dolly Parton um podcast. It's called Dolly Parton's America. Yeah, I've seen that. Have you listened to it yet? yet. It's really good. And I love Dolly Parton. And I know a lot of our listeners love Dolly Parton. So if you like her or if you like Americana and music, I think you'll be into it. 
Um, the other podcast I told Rachel about that I started listening to this week is called um, Philosophize This. It's not a crime um, or celebrity podcast. It's about the history of philosophy, but it's done in a way that I think is very accessible. So if you've ever been curious about that sort of stuff, it's a good podcast, I think. It's easy to listen to. The episodes are like 30 minutes um, and they go through everything from Aristotle to like Hannah Arendt. There's like an Ayn Rand episode. So they hit like every single person uh, and it's pretty well done. I also, uh, Kelly from our Facebook group. Uh, hey, Kelly. She's like a longtime supporter. She recommended a podcast yesterday and I started listening to it. It's called Mobituaries with Mo Rocca. And a lot of you might know about it because obviously he's famous. Uh, but it's really good. Oh. Did you hear about this podcast? No. It's been around, I think, for a few seasons. I listened to the one on Billy Carter. But basically what he does is like he investigates, or he doesn't investigate, he talks about the life and death of someone famous and he talks to people from their lives. Sometimes oh. like he talked to Jimmy Carter on the Billy Carter episode. He does like Chang and Ang, like it's kind of like an investigation of someone's life and death. Like it's their, their obituary, I guess, right. is the sort of gimmick of it. But it's really good and he's good and funny and he gets um, very interesting information that I haven't heard heard a lot. So it's like kind of new things that yeah. you haven't heard. Um, and it's also pretty short, like 36 to 48 minutes, like that type of range. Um, so if you like sort of death, life and death kind of bio type things. It's really interesting and good. And I like the Billy Carter one. Cool. But there's two seasons, uh, I think. So I'm going to definitely binge it probably. And I'll let you know. Cool. But that's it. Nice. And I am uh, re-watching some, some Sopranos. Again. <laughs> so, well, because you know why I have like a thing I'm going to be writing on Sopranos coming soon-ish. I'll let you know. But like... So I had to rewatch this episode again because I pitched an idea on it. And now I'm like, well, now I have to be like a TV expert, like, because I'm not really right. like a recapper or something. So it's going to be starting some new series of like writers talking about their favorite episodes of certain TV shows. So now I have to figure it out. But yeah, so I have been watching The Sopranos again and it's still fucking good. Like, yeah, I just so never good. get sick of that show. Because and the thing I I'm writing about in in particular was something I had just watched when I rewatched, but then I saw it again. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like, so there's always like something new that sticks out to you with that show, which is why I love it. I did start watching. Um, I think I told you guys about The Watchmen. Yeah, and I'm still watching it. Three episodes and in. it's good. I'm I mean I'm watching it. Yeah, it's not like my favorite show ever, but it's it's good enough. And Gene Smart showed up in the last episode and I fucking love worship fucking Gene Smart. Everyone was talking about that. <sighs> the dildo? Week. Well, I saw the <laughs> image of that. I just saw that without context. Can I just say, when I saw it in the show, I was like, that can't possibly be a dildo. <laughs> like, I didn't know. It was huge. I didn't know until the next day that it was a dildo. I just thought, I was like, Desi, get a grip. <laughs> not everything is a fucking dildo. And then I was like, holy shit, it was a dildo. It like, was like green. It's like teal or something. Yeah. It's massive. It looks like one of those Maglite flashlights. Like, right. Uh, so I am still watching it. And now it's like Regina King versus Gene Smart. And I'm kind of into that. Yeah. So yeah, I still recommend it. Someone was talking recently and I wholeheartedly agree. Like the first episode is Don Johnson is in it and he's got fucking hot. He like, did? I'm telling you, I was like, I've never been attracted to that person. Right. And in this episode, I was like, dude, I will fuck Don Johnson. <laughs> I'm, I fully, I've completely. 
complete the transformation into my mom. Like Honestly, it's done. Like Desi, I am my mom now. <laughs> fucking John Johnson. Why is that the least surprising sentence <laughs> I've ever heard from you? Is I will fuck Don Johnson. So he got hot. I'm telling you, I have no wow. idea. But uh, sometimes that happens with pretty boys. Yeah, when they get older, like Brad Pitt, I was never that into him. I thought he was attractive, obviously. But now I'm kind of like, oh, right. he got hot to me when like, they get some gray. Yes, or yeah. get a little gritty and mm-hmm. old. Just like how it happens for women. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Uh, so that I watched and I did start watching his dark materials and I fell asleep within five seconds. Oh. So I don't know if that's a recommend because <laughs> I didn't watch it. Okay. But I heard that it's, uh, I guess it's like a children's series. To be honest, it doesn't seem up my alley, but I was just desperate for something to watch. Yeah. Um, so that's all I have. Right. The podcast are all good though. The, okay. Well, uh, what'd you eat? Oh my God. I've been really erratic this week. I don't think I have anything particularly good. I had some mediocre dim sum. I just haven't had anything really great, but we're going to go out to dinner tonight. I I have been maybe thinking like, oh, by the way, I love this pizza place in Atwater. If you're in LA, it's called Hail Mary. Yeah. And it's so fucking good. They featured you on their Instagram once. (laughs) When I was like a pig. I was eating. I was Bit, like listening to the Dodger, what was it? Dodger Nationals game. Yeah. In my car after hot yoga, eating a full pizza. <laughs> and I wrote something like, I'm a pig eating Hail Marys. And they fucking retweeted my story. So then everyone in their account saw my pig. <laughs> That's like my claim to fame. I'm a pig. Look at me. I'm a pig. And they're like, look at this. Let's retweet this or not retweet, but like restory or whatever. Oh my God. It's so good though. And I've, I've gone there several times now and I've had like a salad and I've had like a sandwich and all of the food is really good. Yeah. So I, if you're in that area, it's pretty good restaurant. I recommend it. It's not that expensive. It's like average price. And tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll give me some free fucking food. Dude, <laughs> seriously. I love maybe, it. Maybe they'll sponsor, sponsor the show. Sponsor the show, seriously. yeah. Seriously. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't eat anything that exciting this week. Uh, the most exciting thing I ate in the recent past was when I went to Disneyland. Oh, but that's pretty good. That was great. Yeah. But I had that corn dog. It was fucking incredible. Corn dog Hall of Fame. The best corn dog. It really ever. is the best corn dog. I've never had a better corn dog. It's the best it's one. It's like surprisingly tastes like it's homemade. The most you can expect for Disneyland food is that it's fine. Right. So to have something exceptional at Disneyland is like incredible. Right. Like, and this corn dog is it exceptional. Is, I would choose it amongst every corn dog in the land. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm a corn dog connoisseur. Me too. I love corn dogs. I do too. Uh, the only thing I would say I wish, and perhaps I can solve this by bringing my own, is I wish they had better mustard <laughs> choice like for it. Like a spicy mustard? Or just like a more gritty mustard, like a golden, like a... Like no, a, I like. I need the tart yellow. I, need I like, like the, the tart very... yellow, but I like. A, I would like. I would love it even more with like a better mustard, probably. Okay, well, yeah. very fancy. Yeah, you know, I'm oh. trash, but like I have some things. Oh, it was very fun. Disneyland was great. Uh, obviously, you guys have heard our Disneyland episodes. You know how much we love Disneyland. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I mean, I made a pig of myself that day. It was like such a good Halloween. There's certain foods I love at Disneyland. Other than the corn dog, I like their churros. But that's that Sunday I had. Let me tell you about that Sunday, the churro Sunday. Yeah. I had never had this Sunday before, but my little brother, who's like four and a half years old, 
I was trying to convince him. I'm like, let's go to the tiki room because then we can get Dole Whip. He was like, what's that? No, I he love He was Dole like, Whip. I want a real sundae. Yeah. I don't want pineapple ice cream. He doesn't That's get like it. That's like a smoothie. He's, <laughs> he's four and a half. He was like, I want something with chocolate right. or with like, you know, whipped cream. Like he wanted yeah. a sundae with the works. Well, we got two sundaes. One of the sundaes we got was like a cookie sundae and it had like, I've had that. the cookies were shoved in it so it looked like Mickey ears Ooh. and then it was on top of like a warm cookie. Yeah, I've had that. He, he <laughs> You should have seen the look on his face when that came to the table. Oh my God. He was like, I've I, never, I remember those moments. I have never seen a happier looking face and just in awe. I mean, it was a beautiful thing to behold. The other sundae that we got was the churro sundae and that was like, I thought this was like an, uh, a brilliant combination. It was cookie dough ice cream with caramel sauce, mm-hmm. and it had a churro and whipped cream. What place was this at? This was at the Golden Horseshoe Cafe. I've been to the Golden Horseshoe many times. I get their chicken tenders. <laughs> another one of my go-to meals right. there because I'm like that's pretty good. You can always you can usually find good chicken tenders. And the chicken they're actually very good chicken tenders. I thought you were at the Golden Horseshoe. I was like she's at the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah we were at the Golden Horseshoe which is a place I never go because yeah. but because for lunch I always go and I insisted and everyone in my family who I was with was like okay calm down we'll go to the Hungry Bear because like I've been talking about it for like four days prior. I was like, we're going to go to the Hungry Bear Cafe for lunch. There's a chicken sandwich that I love. And it's actually really, it's good. They put, it's, and like the coleslaw, I had the coleslaw at Hungry Bear Cafe or restaurant. And it it's actually pretty spicy. Okay. I'm going to try it next time I'm there. The coleslaw is great because usually I just get the fries and I did, but I also ate one of my, ate my dad's coleslaw (laughs) too. So yeah, it was I'm going to try it next time for sure. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I really like. I hadn't. I mean, I I want to go back ASAP to Disneyland, and I just like. I hadn't been with like a little kid in so long. I don't even know the last time I was there with a like little kid. It's really fun. So and like this was my brother's first time there. So for him to like have this experience, it was super magical. Yeah, because they're just seeing everything with like the widest eyes. Yeah, it's really cute. Like everything was really exciting. For yeah, them. and then you can enjoy it again. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that's fun. So we'll let you know about yeah. our meal tonight. I'm going to eat a lot. Well, yeah, we'll let you. We'll give you a recap of the meal. I don't know when this episode is going up. Probably tonight. Right. So we'll tell you next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a good meal to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. Bye. bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.